Hey, all you holistic hipsters out there, it's that time. So grab your chalice of choice and sit back and sip along with us. We would love to welcome you to the Tea Podcast, where we spill the tea on all things holistic in the pet grooming industry. Let me introduce you to our hostesses with the mostesses. She is the socialite of skin and coat care, Ms. Michelle Knowles. And the queen bee of all things oily, Ms. Melissa Conti-Diener. Brought to you by TheOilyGroomer.com Are you searching for a new and more mindful way of grooming? Interested in understanding how to grow your grooming business with a more holistic and organic approach? Please contact Melissa Conti-Diener at TheOilyGroomer.com so that you can set up a meeting and bring balance and prosperity to your life. And AllThingsPaw.com Intermediate and advanced courses in pet esthetician work, fear recovery, animal handling, and more. Get your learn on with all things paw. And by PositiveEd.com Attend from anywhere in the world. Always pay the lowest price. Six to ten hours of innovative content and more. Education for every learning lifestyle. Never miss the class you need. And transcripts are provided for recordings. Say hello to Pet Professional Education Unleashed with PositiveEd.com. Now, let's get this tea party started. Alrighty then. Hello, Melissa. How are you this wonderful day? I woke up on the right side of the dirt, so I'd say my day started out pretty darn good. Brilliant. Extraordinary. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you have in your cup today? Oh, I do. I have a, I have a lovely mug, crockery mug that says life is better with a cat. So, um, and it, it, it may not always be better, but it sure is interesting with cats. Never a dull moment. Never mm -hmm. a dull moment. And this lovely brew is from, you know, I, I have a big box, a big tin that I keep all my tea bags in and stuff. And while sometimes I do delve with loose tea, I do love quite a few different brands um, that come pre-made. And Tazo is one of them. And since we are in September, I thought it would be time to bust out the pumpkin spice. So I have some chai pumpkin spice. Oh, so that's a precursor to the month coming up. Because this is yes. the 28th so, of September. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, my kids are being bad behind me. If you can hear Noni. <laughs> Noni, knock it off. We're, we're, we're on. We so that's what I'm enjoying today. What are you enjoying today, Michelle? What's in your cup? Well, my cup is I love you for real. Oh my goodness. For real. It's for real. <laughs> and inside I'm still doing my nutritives. Uh, so I still have burdock, but I'm concentrating on blood cleansing uh, oh. in this particular week. So I'm going to go with ginger, celery, and hawthorn. So that is what I'm sipping. 
sipping on today. Mm -hmm. So what, what is, uh, what is our topic today? You want to know what our topic is? Yes. Bam. Go ahead and touch it. Acupressure in the salon. Oh, nice. And that's what we're rocking today. Yes. I know a thing or two about this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, just had my live compassionate touchpoint therapy class last Sunday. Nice, nice. So, um, and uh, that is my my heart course. You know, like it's really where I where I, I want to connect with the other groomers and to eventually be able to bring it to trainers and anyone, vet techs. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a series of acupressure points, basically. So I'm going to ask you before we get started. Um, so acupressure, what exactly is it and how is that different or similar to acupuncture? So acupressure is exactly what the name accurate and pressure. So mm -hmm. you're, you're applying uh, direct pressure to a particular area on the body. Mm -hmm. um, the best way to describe it is uh, you're actually pointing into that muscle group. Mm -hmm. So uh, with, with a finger, Usually the, you know, the pad of your finger, or if you are old and crusty like me, I have <laughs> arthritis fingers that don't want to work sometimes. So you can use a knuckle or you can use a knuckle, you know, here from, from uh, the top of your hand as well. Mm -hmm. But acupressure is just that direct pressure into a muscle group. It is also applying that energetic connection to the energetic meridians of the body, mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. it be canine, feline, human, you know, whatever. Um, acupuncture is those same exact uh, ideals, but you're actually, instead of applying pressure, you're actually puncturing the skin with a super fine needle Mm -hmm. that directly connects into the body. The and electrical system of the, you know, the right. nervous system of the body. Mm -hmm. Of the body, right. And within that muscle group, within that area that those muscles lie and within that area that those energetic meridians run. Do mm -hmm. a so, so, Yeah, so tell us a, a little bit about meridians for those of us who don't know. So traditional Chinese medicine... Uh, uses something called energy or energetic meridians that run through the body. They are cannot be physically seen. So they're uh, like ley lines on the earth. But yes. In the Very nice. And every living, breathing, uh, just not even breathing. I mean, like us that we think automatically breathing, but every living creature has energy to it and mm -hmm. has an energetic meridian system. Mm -hmm. For us and for most animals, it literally runs 
with our circulatory system, our lymph system. Mm -hmm. um, so it follows that those same patterns with some off ramps, you know, mm -hmm. and on ramps. Um, there's 12 uh, major meridians in the in the body. Um, and uh, the one that I teach the most about is uh, the triple warmer. Oh, the triple warmer. I love the triple warmer. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's what I talk about the most because it directly affects our fight, flight, or freeze response. Mm -hmm. And same thing with any of the animals. So by applying pressure in that area, you can work with a dog that's in that usually some stressful stress emotional right. state and yeah. if you think about it if you if you can help them release from that uh state of being yeah. you're actually helping calm their heart circulate better clear their cortisol all of those things so yep. the triple warmer explain what triple warmer is and where where should we push uh basically it's in the let me see if i have the i can actually pull up a graphic Let's see. Um, share screen. Give me one second here. Uh, oops. One sec, guys. Uh, <laughs> She's got I love when I had it and it, I know it opened <laughs> and then it didn't. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, where did my image go? Hang on one second here. Sometimes it's also, they also call it the um, triple burner, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it's, where's my graphic for Pete's sake? So while she's looking for that. I know, while I'm trying to do this, <laughs> guys. There are some help. really, there's I some really, it. did you? Okay. I think I found it. I think I got it. Let me see if I can. Share a window. Okay, here we go. Share. Nice. Okay. So she's got a nice graphic up on the screen. Yeah. So if you can't see this. Well, um, some of them will be just listening. So right. Have so the, the yeah, if you won't have, the, you won't be able to have this visual. So you have to go to uh, our YouTube and you'll be able to see this. But the triple warmer is basically right up in this armpit area. And like where number eight is? Yes. Like where number eight is, like just right up in there. That's so going to thoracic be region, anxiety, OCD, and behaviors. Yes. So you can hit that triple warmer because, of course, that those are behaviors. Mm -hmm. Those are hardwired behaviors. Uh, flight, fight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I do, this is my graphic that I created for my touch points. So mm -hmm. that is. So if you'd like to see more about this, go to theoilygroomer.com uh, and she will probably have this up somewhere for you to peruse. It's a really interesting graphic. It has numbers all the way around it with little arrows pointing to the different things. Now, now that we know that it's what in the brisket area, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
What kind of pressure and what kind of movement uh, are we looking for to calm these dogs down? I'm sure you're not just hitting it with the thumb. You know, oh, so how do you how do you go into this? How do you let's say you have a dog in the tub and very afraid, kind of locked up a little bit. What right. are we going to do for this dog to help release that that triple warmer? So when you are especially if they're in the tub, um, when you have shampoo or conditioner on them, you can just insert i always make like a gun you know mm -hmm. thumb and and uh pointer finger and then go on the outside of the muscle group as well as the inside of that armpit muscle group and even on the chubbiest dog you'll still be able to palpate where those mm -hmm. muscle groups are mm -hmm. and light pressure you do not have to push really hard or dig your fingers in i think a lot of people confuse acupressure and acupuncture and they think that they're supposed to make it like it's going to puncture through the skin like mm -hmm. they have to squeeze so tightly mm -hmm. and it's actually the direct opposite mm -hmm. you know you're 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 going into it elicit a change and the body takes on so many subtle cues mm -hmm. you don't you really don't need to overkill it and then just small circles Mm -hmm. tiny little circles with some pressure behind it will will activate that mm -hmm. and usually the first thing you see are the ears start to droop mm -hmm. you'll feel the change in the tension oh, of the body yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. and it's interesting that once you get into acupressure uh, let's say you have a dog that comes in and it it's, has congestive heart condition you know there's a meridian for that if you have one that comes in and he's got whatever, you know, um, bad circulation, the massage itself will help with that. And in the tub, you get the opportunity to touch every part of the dog and feel if there's any tension in that body and move that lymph fluid in the muscles and the, and the blood around. Uh, Explain what, what lymph is, because a lot of people don't know what lymph is and what it does. I know you know what it is. Yeah, so the lymph system is basically your waters uh, in between. It covers fascia, it covers... Um, all the, uh, your memory glands, you know, all your lymph system, it cut, it's what people consider your liquids that are not blood. So the lymph system is something that will, it contains all of your glands, your connective tissue, um, things like that. And as you move them around your body, it will actually move, uh, like fevers and, um, infection through the limb system. The limb system helps clear your body of toxins. It helps move all that stuff out. When you have a swelling, when you are um, having a, um, an allergic reaction, your, your lymph nodes may swell because they're taking on all that histamine and trying to clear it out of your body. So it's like a, um, it moves around your your fluids and if you wait just a moment i'll pull up the actual definition and we'll go from there there are, there are things you can do to because it is a full system in the body and there are you know uh areas that are more concentrated with the lymph you know that actually have lymph nodes in them uh being the armpit area as well as in the groin area, mm -hmm. in the neck, at and the wrists and ankles. So 
Here's the, uh, the definition, if you will. The lymphatic system or a lymphoid system is an organ system in vertebrates that is part of the immune system. And it's complementary to, the, to the circulatory system. It consists of a large network of lymphatic vessels, lymph nodes, lymphoid organs, lymphoid tissues, and lymph. Lymph in itself is a clear fluid carried by the lymphatic vessels back to the heart for recirculation. So it just it's another way to transport uh, um, liquid around. The fluid on your knee is lymphatic fluid. Uh, if you get fluid on the knee, things like that. So it's just another part of your liquid system. Yeah, it's it's vital to the function mm -hmm. of of any body. Mm -hmm. whether it's an animal or a human being. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, absolutely. It's a big part of your immune system. It yes. helps move your humors around and humors are liquids. Right. Uh, it's a very old, old, old world word for, uh, for liquids, your humors. <laughs> it's, um, it's just something that a lot of people just don't realize that you get blockages in that lymph system absolutely and, and simply by just massaging and adding a little light acupressure you are just helping push out whatever is in there that's you know yeah so if if true spa is nourishing the body balancing the body and helping toxins eliminate from the body, then acupressure is like a, a no brainer. Like why wouldn't you have this service? Why wouldn't you learn about meridians? Right. It's something that's so simple and you're going to touch the dog anyway, or the cat or the bat or the rat. Right. Uh, you're going to touch them anyway. Why not touch them in such a way uh, to help them move their humors, move their liquids around, help their circulatory system and relax them, which ultimately is what any spa experience should be about. You know, um, so many people I've heard, not so many, but I've heard a few groomers in the groups in here and there say, well, I use a bathing system and I don't even have to touch the dog Ugh. and my heart breaks every time. Why wouldn't you want to touch the dog? I, that's well, the first thing I want to do is get my hands in. There. Oh yeah. So when do you think, uh, acupressure, um, became a thing? Like when was that invented? Is that something we've been doing since since we touched each other from the very I beginning? I think so. I'm gonna get the, I'll Google the official. Uh, uh, but I think it's just been. It's something we've known about because we know or, hugs yes. feel good. Here's we know massages the, feel good. It, it had to be something that we, you know, that we just did instinctually. Innately, but right. here mm -hmm. is the Google National Institute of Health. Uh, acupressure was originated in ancient China. It showed superior therapeutic potential against numerous diseases and conditions. Acupressure is a type of acupuncture. Both, both acupressure and acupuncture are based on the same fundamental principle of acupoints activating across the energetic meridians. I so that is what, what, uh, the, national so the Chinese get the official, they we, get the, we yep. started it, but I they have to think flag in it first, I think. Yeah. But right. I have to think that even as far back as caveman days, yeah. everybody, I mean, if you touch someone you love or a friend or whatever, 
you touch them and when you hug them and you pat someone on the back or rub them on the back, you're actually helping them rid themselves of toxins. Right. You're helping them calm down. You're sharing energy with them. So acupressure is a really good way to share energy with your client, with your dog uh, that you have in the tub or on the table and make your bond so much better so that when that dog comes in every time, he's happy to be there. He knows you're going to take care of him. He knows you're going to handle him gently. He knows you're going to help him release whatever it is he's working on that day. And people like to laugh a lot about massage for dogs and this, that, and the other. You know what? They live in our world and our world is full of tension, full of tension. And if they're just little tiny energy beings, they have those dumped on them daily. And if they love a human, oh my gosh, how many times have I cried to my dog? I, put, I slapped all my burden on that little body. You know what I mean? So dogs are carrying a lot of tension. Uh, they live in the human community. Uh, it is not calm and collected like it should be, I believe. And uh, acupressure will help calm them, soothe them, and give them an actual nutritional energy boost and a clearing of their lymph system. I think that's really awesome. I think that it's also an instinctual thing to do. Just like when you were talking, subconsciously, you're rubbing your wrist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you see people that will rub their hands. Like I do this subconsciously. Their anymore. shoulder or My the shoulder, neck. Right, or your neck or um, or even consciously. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. It's, it's just ingrained in us to, and what do we do? We're just applying pressure by rubbing that area. Mm-hmm. We are connecting into that energetic meridian. And then we are physically affecting a change within a muscle group. Mm-hmm. So, and people don't understand too, when you point at someone, which they tell you is very rude. Yes. You're actually sending energy in that energy, direction. Yes. So when you touch with your, your fingertips, you're actually pushing your energy, be it bad or good. So make sure you're in a good mood. You're right. pushing that energy into that body, whether it's a dog or a human or, you know, a lover or a friend or a mother. Uh, you know, when you touch someone, you are sharing energy. You are putting energy into their body. Just like when we talked before about words, sound, you know, when you talk sweetly to someone, you're boosting their water. And when you talk terrible to them, you're actually breaking the structure of their water. So I'm, I am convinced that touching the dogs as you shampoo them, running your fingers down their muscle groups, seeing where they're holding tension, rubbing that uh, in, in such a way that it soothes them and moves their toxins so they can eliminate. That's the, that's the name of the game. Take that time. And if you're, and I'll give Michelle, I'll tee it up and then let Michelle finish it. But if you're grooming that many dogs that fast that you can't take the time to connect and work with the one that you're working with, what are you doing, Michelle? What is what what is the the um, what's gone wrong in that equation when you work like that? Where you can't, <laughs> yeah. But where you can, you always say that you always say do less dogs and just charge more. Yes. Uh, if you can't properly, if you're not happy grooming because it's so full of tension and there's so many dogs that you have to get through all the day, the the Best and easiest way to get more money and work less is to charge for your services. So you need to raise your prices and do less dogs. That way, That's your calm, I was 
That's what I yeah. was going for. Yeah, <laughs> the dogs are calm, you're calm. And believe me, all the people that leave are the ones that weren't really paying that much anyway and weren't coming in regularly, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying whether they like it or not, they have to pay a million dollars. Work with the ones that, you know, are, are on a pension. Work with the ones that right. that you love, but, you know, they can't afford to pay or whatever. However, every new client that comes in should be on the new pricing structure so that you can take your time. So you can greet the dog properly. All our dogs in my salon in particular go straight to the tub. However, before they get to the tub, they're allowed to greet everybody on the way. Everybody pats them and talks to them and greets them as they come in. So they know they're someone special. They're our guest. They're our, someone's best friend that we're making our best friend. So it's not just, a, okay, let's get this dog in the tub. Okay, get the next one in. Okay, I'm next, blah, blah, blah. And then you're just getting this commodity in and out of the tub or on and off the table. Yeah, it ceases to exist as an actual being. Right, right. It becomes it becomes a thing. It becomes the factory widget that you're working on. Yeah. Instead of if you take the time to slow down just a little bit and treat that baby like the sentient being that it is and say, okay, are you ready for your bath now? Sometimes they kind of tell me no. They're like, you know what? We're not ready. Sometimes they just want to sit in their kennel for just a minute to acclimate to the noise. So I'll put them in there and put them on a nice fluffy towel until they're ready uh, to move forward with the uh, with the program. And I know this sounds like there's just an awful lot of standing around and letting dogs just be or whatever, but it's not really like that, especially if you're in a salon environment. You know, you take two or three at a time in instead of just one, unless you have the, the model that you work one-on-one. -on -one. So, you know, that in and of itself slows you down and makes you pay attention Absolutely. to that one dog. Yep. But for the ones that are really power grooming, I understand that you want to make money and I understand that you're young and you, your body has the ability to do that. However, you can only do that for a small amount of time uh, before your body starts to break down. And you've missed all of those years, the, the opportunity of learning how to make those connections. Right. Uh, so when you get older and you're like, wow, this is terrible. I'm tired and I'm not having any fun anymore and I'm burnt out. A lot of times that's because you're not sharing any energy. Believe it or not, the dogs actually have good energy to refill your cup. Yes. And if you take the time to touch them, when you're done with them, you'll have more energy than when you started. Right. And intentionally, yes. you know, not just take them from the owner and, you know, whip around, do what you have to do, get them in the tub. You're, there's no intent there. Your mind right. is, you know, on a whole nother plane. Right. So um, when you start to work intentionally, it changes everything, at least in my opinion. That's I'm not, I've never seen it not work, whether it's yeah. me or a student I've been teaching or somebody that I just told about the technique and they give me feedback and they're like, this changed my whole, I love grooming again. You know, yeah. sometimes just taking that moment to connect with that pet uh, will change your whole outlook on what you do. You know? And you can't connect with them. If you're in chaos and your mind is in chaos, you can't connect mm -hmm. with anyone. So you have to come to that in balance. Mm -hmm. And you have to come to that where you are open and ready to receive whatever signals you get from that animal that you're working with. Um, because they have a language that we technically don't speak. Mm -hmm. However, they speak our language. They understand so much of our mm -hmm. um, nuances. And if 
I say, who ate the cookies or who ate the cookies? They may not know that whole sentence, but they know the inflection and they might know cookies. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, when you're saying something bad about cookies, right. they're going to feel bad about something. But when you're happy about cookies, somebody's going to expect a cookie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when we come to them, think about that, that they're already looking to read us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're looking for information to know whether they should be afraid or calm. Exactly. Happy or sad. Sad, right. Yep. Yeah. And, and they do that with your body language, too. Their anxiety. I yes. see that a lot, especially when I work with the student groomers. I see that that here's an anxious dog. That came in anxious and we'll read through the notes from prior grooms and it'll say, oh, yeah, you know, Fluffy is really anxious, pants the whole time, this and that, you know, mm -hmm. go slow. And then here I have a new groomer um, just learning the trade. Now they are anxious. They have anxiety about just doing the haircut in itself and not being in that confident frame of mind. That's going to feed that anxiety. You guys are going to just feed a bounce off of each other. You know, you just. So I have a question it. for you. Do we only do acupressure in the tub? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so well, you're able to actually to take that time mm -hmm. and touch the dog intentionally. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Say, what were you going to ask me? So even if it's on the table, you're still asking permission, running your hand down to the hawk or the pastern to ask permission to pick up a foot and you'll yeah. feel the tension in the leg. And when they say, no, I'm not ready yet. That's when they don't bend. They're like, they're yep. stiff. but if you run your hand down and you're talking to them and you've done your job and making them feel safe and comfortable, that's when you feel the looseness and you're able to gently mm -hmm. pick up that foot. Um, acupressure is important everywhere. I think uh, I got introduced to acupressure properly when I went through a T-touch course back in the day and she uses the meridians for T-touch as well. And she's yes. developed, she developed her own little touching mechanism to help these dogs feel Robert better. Tellington Jones. Yes. That I used to call Linda all the time. And I don't know why. So, <laughs> or oh, Barbara. Maybe it is. is it Linda or Barbara? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't remember because I always call her something different and people always tell me because I can't ever remember. Watch us both be wrong. <laughs> But same. That's how I I started with acupressure. I started taking T-Touch. Yeah. Here we go. I think you're right. I think it is Linda. I think I'm wrong. Oh, my goodness. And Linda Tellington Jones. Jones. All right. So I Oh, Barbara. but honey, I've called her Barbara. I've <laughs> called her Sally and whatever, you know, I've called her all kinds of things. And they're like, do you mean Linda? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes I do. Exactly who and I, I was calling her Barbara at that time. I'm like, Barbara's her middle name. And she was yeah. like, really? and I'm like, no, <laughs> I know her personally. No. I, I'm at the age where I'm allowed to change people's names. <laughs> exactly. And it's going to happen. It's just exactly. going to happen like that. But yes, so ditto. So, ditto, ditto. I, I took a Tellington class as well and found it. Yeah, and I've got all her original cards. She's got like a card deck 
where she has all the uh, different techniques and stuff to practice. And I think the one I love the most is the spider crawl down the spine. Down the they, yeah. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. And in dogs who don't like their tail being messed with, that probably means there's either some kind of blockage along the spine or something yeah. that's out of whack along the spine. And once you relax that entire spine, they'll allow you to touch the tail and kind of give the tail a little massage as well. Um, the uh, She says to massage the ears to bring them out of shock. So right. sometimes when they're stricken and they're so in their head that they're just frozen, sometimes massaging those ears and then doing yes. a spider crawl will just help them get snap out of that mindset. Another way to do that is power walks. Uh, power walks are really important. Um, and I learned that basically from Heather Beck uh, with Canine Lifeline. Uh, power walks are awesome. Uh, you just put them on a slip lead and you walk them fast and you keep just changing direction so that they have to look to you for direction instead of staying in their head. Right. And they'll start to actually relax. And when they're relaxed and they're waiting, instead of turning a direction they want to go and waiting to see which direction you turn, that's when you can get them back on the table and start uh, massaging them and calming them down because you've snapped them out of that, yeah, you know, that panic that they're in. Yeah. And that's, and that when they go into that panic is the triple that activates that triple warmer, the Absolutely. fight, fight or freeze. Mm-hmm. So giving so, them that nice massage on their chest and under their armpits yeah. and right on their brisket area is going to be the, the best for those particular dogs. Absolutely. So how can people learn about acupressure? Um, well, there um, there's a great book called AccuDog. I don't have it right here, but you can look it up. It's it's a wonderful uh, book that shows all the acupoints all over um, the canine body. Um, I if I'm not mistaken, they also have AccuCat, mm -hmm. which is a really nice one. And um, so that uh, those two complement one another. Uh, it has lots of pictures, so it's easy to follow and find, you know, kind of like paint by numbers. You find the point, then find the point on the body, you know, on the body. Mm -hmm. So um, and then, of course, I have an entire course built around acupressure called Compassionate Touchpoint Therapy. Oh, tell us about that. So, <laughs> well, why don't I, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> so it is, um, it is a, a way for groomers to work with the pets out of the tub, on the table, on the floor, to help calm and balance them for the grooming session. So it doesn't make a difference what type of groomer you are, whether you only do senior dogs, you only do small dogs, you are only work on um, large breeds. Um, or if you're a feline groomer, because I also include feline in there and give the touch points for feline. It's mm -hmm. a set of 12 precepts that I came up with. I call them my uh, compassionate touch point therapy, 10 commandments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it breaks down why you're doing this as a therapy, as a mm -hmm. part of, of your animal care routine. Mm -hmm. And so from there, it build, we build on each precept with different concepts of acupressure. And we use the map that I showed, you know, or that chart mm -hmm. with um, the different ones on there. I also have one for felines. Um, 
and uh, and it just gives you an additional tool in your tool belt to work with these animals in a more compassionate and uh, with intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I I've combined things like my knowledge with T-Touch, my knowledge with canine massage and feline massage, um, my knowledge with human massage, and then of course, energy work and all of the things together and put all that together into what I call compassionate touch point therapy. Mm -hmm. So it's a four, right now I have level one and two, four hours. um, And they can just go to my website, theoilygroomer.com. And so the, the oilygroomer.com with yes. a the in front of it? Yep. yep. Okay. Yes. So it's, it's the oilygroomer.com. Okay. Yep. Go under uh, continuing education and you'll see a listing of all my available classes. And that one is the compassionate touch point therapy. And can they purchase them directly then from that page? Yeah, they purchase it directly from there. And um, then uh, you'll get within 24 hours, you get an email from me with the link. And it is a recorded class unless I'm do it says I'm doing it live on this date. You, you can join in the live, but otherwise okay. it is a self-guided uh, class. And then it also comes with uh, a private Facebook group. And uh, once I put you in the group, then there's lots of graphics like that one that I had up that normally you have to pay for on my website. So mm-hmm. um, that comes free with the, feline graphic, which isn't even available on my website for sale, Mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of other things like a pledge and a, um, all the precepts. And then the pledge that just breaks down that, you know, I pledge to follow these precepts as a compassionate, uh, touch point practitioner. Mm -hmm. And then, um, they also get a certificate of training and they get a, uh, a badge that they can put that says practitioner canine and feline that they can put on their social media, on their website. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Just to show that they've taken that particular, particular, yeah, particular, uh, um, course. Mm-hmm. And currently I'm, I'm working on putting together the master's course and mm-hmm. the master. I mean, what a great skill set to use. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's especially for someone who's just dipping their toe into the grooming industry or the animal care industry. The one thing we, we want to do when we first start is touch animals. We want to touch them. Wouldn't it behoove you to learn how to touch them rather than have a clunky uh, style, you know, that you don't know? Because how many grooming professionals have watched their own owners pet the dogs incorrectly? And you're like, oh, yeah. uh, oh no, stop. Why does your dog even love you? Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, just learning how to touch them, I think is amazing. I think, Melissa, your course is amazing. I think that is going to help a lot of people understand that good touch and bad touch do exist. (laughs) You know, they really do. Absolutely. And that's why I'm working on on the master's course, because what the master's course will be is to teach you, once you take the one and two, then you can take the master's and the master's will teach you how to teach that. Nice. So not only will we be learning how to use these meridians and these acupressure points, but then when I take my master's, I'll be able to teach others how to do it as well. Yes. So that's my, that is my goal. So then we can teach each other. 
mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think it's that important to work intentionally and understand that this animal is in our hands anyway. Why right. not access everything we can to keep them relaxed, balanced, so mm-hmm. that we can do what we're there to do. And a bonus is that that energy flows through them and comes back to us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and that's part of the beauty of touching the dog in this manner. You're sharing energy with that dog. And once the dog is calmed, they are energy factories. Yeah. They will give you more energy than you gave them in well, making them feel better. We know statistically that when you pet an animal, it biologically affects our system and it releases Mm -hmm. serotonin. It slows down our heart rate. It elicits emotions of joy and happiness. Um, And uh, they say it changed, it literally changes our, our electromagnetic field Mm -hmm. and the, um, the energy around our heart, which radiates out, which they call uh, heart resonance. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's just by touching, petting a dog. And hold on. And I'll go one step even further. And that heart resonance, the energy that we create, guess what? It extends six feet out of our body. So when they want you to distance six feet away, they're actually taking away your ability to share others' energy and to help heal each other. So sometimes it's more important to be closer than yep, farther apart farther away. Uh, yeah and there's an old parable uh that i was told when i was a little child um about two uh two men who were walking in a village at a mountaintop uh and one wanted to go off and do something uh themselves oh no there's three <clears throat> there were three of them I, i'm not a storyteller anyway There's three of them. And one's like, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go and get those herbs that I was going to get. And this is wintertime and it's up in a mountain. And they're like, no, we need to go together. We need to stick together. And he's like, well, no, I'll go ahead and do that. Well, the person, the two people that went ahead to the village survived. The one that didn't, just the, the proximity of that one or two degrees of heat from his companions and the energy life energy, that one froze to death. If he would have stayed with his companions or his companion went with him, then they all would have survived. Sometimes just being next to someone who is sad, even if you can't tell them or help them and they're in it, sometimes just being next to them with some positive energy in your mind and, and your thinking, your intention is good energy you can help bring them out of that just by having good energy yourself. It's called being empathetic. The difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be sympathetic to someone, but somehow you feel bad and you relate it to some emotional event that you have in your life or had Mm -hmm. in your life. When you're empathetic, you're not, there's no judgment. There's no nothing to do with anything emotionally within you besides that you want to infuse them with a pot with a positive energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know or your sunshine right just being able to share that piece share of, that. of life you don't have to audibly say anything it's not about oh i understand mm-hmm. or you know whatever um that's why sometimes it feels so good just to have somebody put their hand on your shoulder yes you know, just to say, you know what, let me give you some of my energy for a minute because I know you're hurting. You know, that is, that's a gift. 
it is such it is such a gift i i just read this story about these about these buddhist monks uh getting creating the the rainbow state you know the rainbow energetic state and they believe that um if you have nothing but loving thoughts and words that come out of your mouth and you don't speak in anger or in judgment or you know and you are nothing but that loving loving thoughts that you can transcend this this energetic plane Mm-hmm. and what they consider nirvana, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but it doesn't really matter what, you know, that they can actually transcend. What matters is, can you imagine living a life like that? Can you imagine just truly loving someone because they need that's what they need in that moment well i think it's interesting and that's also people know that as a state of grace yeah uh, sometimes you are just driving down the road or walking down the sidewalk or just sometimes you're being still and something will happen like a, a soap bubble will burst in your brain and you'll look around and see the oneness of everything yeah but it doesn't last because right. you can't live in a state of grace in a mortal body once you achieve that and you have that, that's when you transcend and we don't see you anymore. Uh, so that it's important to know that happiness is a state of mind, but happiness can't, it can't be constant. No. It's okay to fluctuate out of oh, happiness yeah. and sadness and back and forth in our mortal state. Uh, because I've had a couple of instances where I've been in a state of grace and I look around me and see the connectedness of everything. And I understand in that moment that you can only taste that until we leave our shell. Oh, um, yeah. But you can't live like that. You can't live like that. Number one, people probably kill you because you're too happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just be like, we cannot. No, no, that's enough. No, stay over there. Get away from me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but just having a taste of it every once in a while yeah. reminds you what you're working towards. It reminds you, okay, that's that's the goal. That's what I'm working towards instead of, you know, just because if you're just happy all the time, people just think you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but for the purposes of what we're talking about, when you. But that is it. That's but, that magic. That's but that. Dogs energy. and, you know, dogs primarily live in that state of grace. Yes, you know? they do. They and do. So that's that's what I was getting at, you know, was mm. that, you know, um, I feel like if we're not going to take advantage of that. If I'm having a crappy day and a dog comes in and I can plug into that energy. Yeah. That's when they just, come over with their eyes and want uh, you to yeah. pet them. If you refuse that, I just don't know what kind of human being you are. I don't even know. Right. I don't even know. Who doesn't want to touch a dog? Yeah. So that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at is that connection that yeah, they have a lot to offer us. Yeah. You can be having a bad day. It's not because my students will say that, you know, well, I'm frustrated or I'm this or I'm that. And then I'll be like, Okay, so take a moment and let go, feel that, acknowledge it, validate it. And now it's done. And now we're moving on to non-judgmental. I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. And we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. And plug into that dog Mm -hmm. or cat or rat or bat or or whatever. Or you can also tell them, okay, why don't you take a step back, take a couple deep breaths, and maybe ask the dog to help you. Yeah. Pet your dog. Just pet it. Don't try to groom it or brush yeah. it or lift up its foot. Why don't you just be with yep. your dog? 
just be with your dog. So that's another really good way of calming everything down, calming you down. So the dog's like, okay, I don't have to be scared of you anymore because you were scary. You were being all frustrated and, you know, but as soon as you can take that calmness from the dog and be like, okay, this is what I have to offer you instead of frustration. The dog's more than likely, more than willing to cooperate. Yeah. And that's, my students see it all the time with me because they'll have me come over and they'll say, oh, I can't do this or it's not letting me do the face. It's not letting me do my job. Yeah. It's not letting me do this. It won't let me do that. And I'm like, okay, so. For a good reason. You need to calm down. Right. And so I'll come over and and they'll be like, I'll just put my hands on the dog wherever I'm drawn to. And Mm -hmm. I'll just, you know, just love on it and just pet it and just try and get balance myself. And what I try to do is actually connect my energy with them. Just try to find that, you know, I I honestly liken it to an avatar when they plug in to, I can't remember what those creatures are called that they fly Mm -hmm. those. All of them. They plug into all of them. Yeah. You know, they plug into (laughs) everything. Right. Yeah. But when, and they become almost one, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Where they can sharing energy is what they're doing. Right. And that's what I try to do when I put my hands there and believe me, there are dogs and cats and animals that will say no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're, they're not ready. They're, they're not ready for that connection. Not ready, right, to make that kind of connection. So I have to honor that, and I mm-hmm. have to just stand back. And what I usually will do, I may, if they allow me to keep my hands on them, then I will just try to let them know that there are certain things they're here for that we're, you know, trying to do with them, and try to just kind of talk to them in a more rational. And I'll talk audibly. You know, we mm-hmm. have to at least try to clean up your face a little bit, blah, blah, blah. And I would say that, especially with a dog that is in the absolute no zone, about 50% of the time, either A, they will let you, they will be, they will start to trust you as you talk to them and you're petting them and they let you do more and more. Or the other ones have already shut down and they're not going to let you in and we just don't finish the face that day. And we have yeah. to work towards it or we do things like, you know, towel wraps or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. we can to get in, especially if it's it's something that has to be done because it's, you know, detrimental. Mm-hmm. But it has to just be working intentionally. And that's what when I when I talk about energy work, that's what I say. It, it, for me, that's what it is. It's just a transference of that intent. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. And you are so good at it. Melissa's a really good teacher of this because she really does embody the work. She does the work necessary to get to where she's trying to go. We're not always perfect. She's human. But I'm telling you, she she was born next to the light. (laughs) I try. I try. I try. I'll tell you what. The other day coming home on the 101, this this big... um, pickup truck cut me off. He had a big trailer on the back. Uh, It was all raised up and he literally cut me off, jumped in front of me. I had to pull into the um, other lane so Mm -hmm. he didn't hit me. Mm -hmm. And then he, we come to the stoplight and I'm behind him. And I'm mm-hmm. my mom, I have my mom on the Bluetooth. I'm talking to my mom as I'm driving home and I'm all see. And I was yelling and cursing all about what had just transpired. And I said, 
See, this is why I can't have a gun. I can't do carry concealed. You know, oh my God. Yeah. I'm all, my mom goes, oh, mom, mom, Melissa, what? And I said, no, because if I had a gun, I would get out of the car, go over. No, you wouldn't. You would not. You would not. I'm done with that. You (laughs) stop it. And I'm like going off saying all this stuff. And then my mother goes, you're so full of shit. (laughs) Pretty much. Because we all know. If you know, you know. And she ain't going to pull out no gun on nobody. It's not going to happen. So I got it (laughs) off my chest, but I'm human. I still, you know, I still think, you know, crazy stuff. And, but no, I wouldn't. But I could vent about it and say it. And so, you know, it's like, it's easy to fall into those little frustration, aggravation Mm -hmm. traps. But don't live there. No, don't Don't live live there. there. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be frustrated. But don't live there. No. Don't try, try your very best not to live there because that's nowhere to live all the time. And you're the one that gets to choose how you live. Oh, but. Uh Uh-oh. But. This is a good segue. I am living, living for Michelle's new cards. <laughs> so I will yes. segue into that. And I have to do a share screen here so I can show those of you that are actually watching us. Uh, let's see. Here it is. You can see these gorgeous cards. Oh, uh- Oh my gosh. These are amazing. So talk to us, tell us. us So at the time of this, they will have been released for maybe three weeks. Um, These are reference cards to help formulate skin regimens, product regimens uh, for skincare for dogs uh, and cats and bats and rats and rabbits. Um, I made these because the eternal question is always, well, what shampoo do I use? And I, I'm trying to answer that as much as possible um, while still letting everyone have brand freedom. Uh, I am of the mindset that 99.999% of all products out there are good products in a certain category used in a specific manner. However, there's so many of them out there. It's We get tied up with, well, how do we use it? When do we use it? What, Which one do we use for this specific thing? So I made these reference cards to help people formulate. Uh, so let's say you have a bacterial infection. You go to the bacteria, the bacterial card, and it shows you the order of operations on how to do these uh, the products, which ones to go in which ones, and how to finish and how to complete a therapeutic skincare regimen therapeutically. Um, because it's not just throw on a shampoo or throw on a conditioner. Uh, there is an actual order of operations. So using my background and what I do for a living, I made these cards so that any bather, groomer, stylist, trainer, or even the end user, the actual client themselves can understand how we formulate those things and how they go together in order to improve the skin. Uh, So that's something that I'm doing now. And they, if you want more information on those, you can go to allthingspaw.com. Uh, I also have courses. If you want to know why I formulated the or formed the flashcards the way they are and how they work, um, I have classes for that. And you can absolutely uh, join in on courses. They are self-initiated. Um, They're all on recording. And of course, you get to um, email me or message me for questions and answers and consultations uh, for forever, for forever, because that's what I do. <laughs> 
but your uh your this set of cards is actually through your new venture besides uh your courses which we all are madly in love with and are we know that are amazing but you have not only these cards that show you how to formulate, but you're also formulating and have become your own little uh, compound pharmacy, so to speak. <laughs> yes, I did start the Herbal Paw Apothecary. There um, and there's so many, um, there's a and lot I'm of groomers. I'm sharing that for those listening. I'm just yeah, sharing. That's my business card. Um, I'm sad that I didn't put my credentials on there, but you know, we get to print them again, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I started the herbal paw uh, because there's a lot of people who don't really want to take the courses, who don't really want to do that because they're concentrated on grooming and they just want somebody to tell them what shampoo to use. Well, I made a service that helps you do that. So let's say you have um, a case that you're working on uh, and you know what the vet says, okay, it's just allergies. Um, but you don't know what products to use and you don't want to use the same prescription shampoo over and over again and nothing ever gets better. So you can actually send in the history of the dog, you know, what's the breed. There's a whole, um, if you go to the herbal paw on allthingspaw.com, um, I will actually walk you through and formulate something for you. Now I can either make you a, a product therapeutic product package specifically tailored to that one individual pet. Or I can just do a consult and say, okay, if you, this is something that you have in your salon, you can use this, this, and this, you use it weekly, and that's going to get you to where you need to go. So I don't think anybody else is doing that. Not I think that I'm the only one that came up with this, but I'm inundated by people calling for consultations that ask me, what shampoo do I use? And even if I tell you what shampoo to use, how do I use it? So I'm getting all these things. So I'm like, you know what? Why not just make an apothecary to, uh, to serve those people? Um, and there's nothing wrong. If you don't want to take a class, I'm not mad at you. We're all busy. You know, one more thing. It's just one more thing to do. So if you just want to call me up and say, hey, I've got an issue here. What product package uh, do I need? I formulate it, send it to you so you can use it on that dog. It's basically that easy. I've got veterinarians that use me. I've got um, other groomers that use me. I've got people uh, out of the country who you are using these formulations. Um, you could, if you just want a consultation, you can just have a consultation. If you want a product package, I can formulate something like that as well. And the reason I like formulating and tailoring something for the individual is the way that I formulate it keeps everything fresh because I do work with herbs. Uh, as well as minerals and the products themselves. Uh, and I want everything to be fresh because if it's fresh, it's the most potent uh, and it's nice to work with. So it gives you just a little bit of um, fun in the kit that you get to mix and match everything together. You get to mix the minerals, you get to mix the oils. Um, but I, it, every single consultation does come with a detailed instruction sheet on how to use the products, uh, what they're for, what the ingredients are. So it's completely transparent. I want you to know exactly what you're putting on your dog, where the products came from, what is in the products and how often to use them. So uh, that is something that's brand new and uh, you are more than welcome to utilize that service uh, on allthingspaw.com under the herbal paw. So we're winding down here. 
um, next month. This is September. Yes, so this gonna... is Triple Air on the last uh, Thursday of this September on the 28th. And then we're going to go into Halloween mode. And Melissa and I have something yes. really special for you yes. for October. Everybody always talks about, you know, whatever, whatever, Halloween. However, we're going to do a deep dive into the origins of uh, herbology and aromatherapy, um, the history of Wicca, the history of using herbs as pharmaceuticals. Um, and we're going to go into um, all the things that are formulatory. We're going to double bubble toil and treble our cauldrons uh, yes. for the entirety of October. So look forward to that. Um, we are really excited about it and we're going to do some really deep dives and pull up some obscure things. Yes. We, think want, anybody knows. <laughs> yes we really, really want to test your trivia knowledge and where right. are you with all things witchy. So uh, we will do our best. Um, this is coming into our busy season. So I will say this throughout uh the next several several months to take care of yourself to step back try to stay balanced try to give yourself a little acupressure here and again and take a moment to breathe because the holidays are upon us and that means that crazy frenetic energy is upon us so um don't don't live there don't live with it yeah. take time for yourself Take yeah. time to take a moment and enjoy a nice hot cup of tea and relax. And with that. And remember to breathe. <laughs> absolutely. So we're coming up on our hour. Um, let's see. Here we go with our. Michelle has our music. All righty then. It's been another yeah. hour. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to many hours after this. Yes. And until next time, may your next tip be just as delicious as your last. Mm. I'll see you later, Melissa. Bye. Bye.